0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today, we are starting with Matthew chapter 16. One day, the Pharisees and Sadducees came to test Jesus, demanding that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. He replied, you know the saying, red sky at night means fair weather tomorrow, red sky in the morning means foul weather all day. You know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the signs of the times. Only an evil and adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then Jesus left them and went away. Later, after they crossed to the other side of the lake, the disciples discovered that they had forgotten to bring any bread. Watch out, Jesus warned them. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. At this they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, You have so little faith. Why are you arguing with each other about having no bread? Don't you understand even yet? Don't you remember the five thousand I fed with five loaves and the baskets of leftovers you picked up? Or the four thousand I fed with seven loaves and the large baskets of leftovers you picked up. Why can't you understand that I'm not talking about bread? So again I say, Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then at last they understood that he wasn't speaking about the yeast and bread, but about the deceptive teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. And others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. And Jesus replied, You are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn it, learn this from any human being. Now I say you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. What do you benefit If you gain the whole world but lose your own soul, is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. We're also going to be reading Mark 8. About this time, another large crowd had gathered, and the people ran out of food again. Jesus called his disciples and told them, "'I feel sorry for these people. "'They have been here with me for three days, "'and they have nothing left to eat. "'If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way, "'for some of them have come a long distance.'" His disciples replied, How are we supposed to find enough food to feed them out here in the wilderness? Jesus asked, How much bread do you have? Seven loaves, they replied. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to his disciples who distributed the bread to the crowd. A few small fish were found too, so Jesus also blessed these and told the disciples to distribute them. They ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were about four thousand men in the crowd that day, and Jesus sent them home after they had eaten. Immediately after this, he got into the boat with his disciples and crossed over to the region of Daumunthia. When the, the Pharisees heard that Jesus had arrived, they came and started to argue with him. Testing him, they demanded that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. When he heard this, he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why do these people keep demanding a miraculous sign? I tell you the truth, I will not give this generation any such sign. So he got back into the boat and left them. And he crossed to the other side of the lake. But the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. And as they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, Watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. At this they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, Why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you know or understand even yet? Or your heart's too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remem- remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterward? Twelve, they said. And when I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? Seven, they they said. "'Don't you understand yet?' he asked them. When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus and they begged him to touch the man and heal him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and asked, "'Can you see anything now?' The man looked around. Yes, he said, I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again, and his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored, and he could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him away, saying, "'Don't go back into the village on your way home.' Jesus and his disciples left Galilee and went up to the villages near Caesarea Philippi. As they were walking along, he asked them, "'Who do people say I am?' "'Well,' they replied, "'Some say John the Baptist. "'Some say Elijah.' Others say that you are one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Peter replied, You are the Messiah. But Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Then Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law, that he would be killed, but three days later he would rise from the dead. As he talked about this openly with his disciples, Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, then reprimanded Peter. Get away from me, Satan, he said. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life you will lose it but if you give it up give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? If anything worth more than your is anything worth more than your soul. If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the Holy angels. Finally we're going to be reading Luke chapter 9 verses 18 through 27. One day Jesus left the crowds to pray alone, only his disciples were with him, and he asked them, Who do people say I am? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. And others say that you are one of the other ancient prophets risen from the dead. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Peter replied, you are the Messiah sent from God. Jesus warned his disciples not to tell anyone who he was. The Son of Man must suffer many terrible things, he said. He will be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised from the dead. Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it, but if you give it up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but are yourself lost or destroyed? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in his glory and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. I tell you the truth. Some standing here right now will not die before they see the kingdom of God. In these three Gospels, we read that Jesus asks them the question, Who do you, who do the people say I am? There were various answers. John the baptizer, one of the prophets. And then Jesus goes a step further and he asks them specifically, Who do you say I am? And it is Simon who Jesus renamed Peter. It's Simon who says, you are the Messiah. You are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus says that Peter is correct and that this knowledge comes from the Father. But not long after that, Jesus begins to warn his disciples that he would be killed in Jerusalem. And this time, the same Simon Peter comes to Jesus, and he reprimands Jesus. Pretty bold for Simon to do this. He's already acknowledged that Jesus is the Son of God. And yet, Simon Peter could not begin to imagine that the chosen Messiah, the Son of God, would die in Jerusalem and so he he tries to correct Jesus he, he tells him don't speak this way and yet Jesus says you are thinking in human terms you see the father had revealed to Peter that he was that Jesus was the son of God the Messiah but here Peter is relying on his own thinking. Don't we do the same? That we have moments of being led by the Spirit, that we think very godly and very in a very righteous way. But sometimes it seems like it doesn't take long for us to get back into our human way of thinking. Peter was reprimanded by Jesus and warned, do not think this way. We need to have that same warning. Don't think the way of the world. Don't think of the way of humans. Don't even think of the way of Satan. But be led by the Holy Spirit so that we too can acknowledge that Jesus is the Christ, the Son Of the living God. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.